It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Deck maintenance isn't fun. Move the furniture and barbecue, sand and prep, paint, seal, or get a low-maintenance Trex deck. The only colour fade you'll have to deal with is watching the sunset. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. Staying in to watch the sport? Let us cook. Get your Macca's favourites delivered with McDelivery. Hold on to your seats. It's the run home with Kirsten Beeve. Shop the biggest health and beauty brands in-store or online at the lowest prices every day at Chemist Warehouse. From the City of Sales North, it's all about the Blues Brothers with Steve Devine and Ricardo Ball on SENZ. Inside the last, here's the drop goal. It's charged, it's charged. Absolutely, it is. Welcome into Blues Brothers uh, for your Wednesday evening. It's just gone 7.01. Manaya in for Ricardo. It's my pleasure to be joined by Steve Devine as he is every week. An extended uh, Blues Brothers tonight, a full hour, mate. How are you? Yeah, that's a bit nervous for people at home having to listen to this Aussie twang for an hour. <laughs> but, mate, all good. I could listen to that uh, that little clip. I could listen to that all day, every day, oh, I reckon. We'll dive straight into it in a sec. Just quickly, here's what's coming up on the show. Uh, you've managed to wrangle up a slew of guests for us. We've got the who's who of Blues. Uh, Sam Tuitapo is going to join the show just after about quarter past seven. Yeah, old slamming salmon. Uh, we're going to have to talk nice to him, otherwise he will come in here and probably sort us all out. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, Finlay Christie, and obviously a member of the All Blacks, but he's got a job to do this week before he can start thinking about that. So we'll be uh, talking to the Blues and All Blacks halfback after about 7.30 as well. It'll be good to talk to him. Yeah, no, again, he's uh, outstanding form this season. Clearly the number one halfback in the competition. So uh, very, very well deserved for him to get that uh, call up in the All Blacks. And how good is this? We're talking about a Super Rugby Grand Final at Eden Park, sold out. Uh, we are just talking about it before, sold out within hours, I think, if not minutes. Yeah, it's been a while. I think, uh, I honestly think, uh, I played in the last one. Well, I didn't, I got knocked out. I played in the last semi-final, but uh, yeah, 2003 it was. The Blues uh, hosted the Crusaders at Eden Park, sold out. Um, oh. What's so, it? What's it like being out on the field with a sold-out Eden Park? It's loud. It just makes everything harder. You have to talk louder. Yeah. Uh, you have to, like, the little things like um, line-out moves and and just plays, it, it, it's just loud. Well, the the, the Blues in Origin um, just last week were complaining about a similar thing. They were saying it's so loud with our plant that they couldn't hear, you know, there was a bit of communication. Is that a genuine yeah. thing? Yeah, I mean, if you're not puffed enough playing... Um, you know, test match footy, you, you add on you now screaming instead of talking, you know, it, it, it does take its toll. But 
uh, you know, hopefully you, you've got some combinations that you, you can work pretty well with and yeah. against all year. So you can you can sort of, I, I played a lot with Carlos. Um, so it was a, a lot easier having, knowing someone, you know, from, from yeah. multiple, multiple games together. So. And would have all been in the eyebrows with him as well, I would imagine. Yeah, all in the eyebrows, mate. That's how, <laughs> how we used to roll, the little nod of the head. Yeah, um, it was great listening to those highlights just then. Look, a lot of people were saying going into that Brumbies match, it was a little bit of a uh, formality, a little bit of a, a, a foregone conclusion that the Blues were meant to, you know, bowl straight through this. But that was a nail-biter, wasn't it? Yeah, listen, I've sort of been saying it all year. When when the Blues get their game together, they're going to be very, very hard to stop. And mm. I, I look forward to this weekend, and, and and that's just exactly it. When the Blues get that quick ball over the advantage line, and they've showed it all season, when they can do it, they're, they're unstoppable. Um, they did it for 20 minutes when they played the um, Crusaders down there in the mm. round-robin play. They they were they were unstoppable. And the Brumbies allowed them to do it in the in the second part of the first half. They they the Blues got quick ball and they scored some tries and and they were they were pretty awesome. But you know, <laughs> there's also the other side of the game when when they're not allowed to get that quick ball, mm. um, they they do struggle and they have struggled. And the Brumbies are no slouches either. I mean, they last year it was quite tough. The the disparity between the Australian and New Zealand teams was quite high. I think it's it shortened a little bit this year. Not not a massive amount. Um, but, you know, a lot of people were thinking that they were just going to get blown off the park. They don't make a lot of mistakes, the Brumbies. Uh, the Brumbies, they're my overachievers of the yeah. competition, right? They, they're not, they're a good, they're a good team, right? They're not a great team. They, mm. they, they play their game very, very well. And if you can stop their game, they don't have sort of much to offer. But their game is um, get the ball into your 22 and they kick for, wait for a penalty or you, they get a penalty, they kick it, kick it into your 22, and, mm. and then you're in all sorts of trouble with that with that rolling ball, which we've seen. So they don't offer a lot, personally, um, but what they do, they do very well. And and it's pretty similar to the Crusaders. You know, what they do, they do it very well. You know how they're going to play. They're going to try and be very physical. You know they're going to make their tackles all day, so it's going to take something special. And um, they're just going to build pressure and build pressure and build pressure, and, they, and they're going to wait for you to crack. Is that what the Crusaders do? So... That's where the Blues they need to they need to get on they need to get on top early. Yeah, and and part of that I think is is what we saw. Obviously, everyone's talking about the offer to a fussy uh, charge down. It yeah. was it was incredible. It was cool. It looks great every time you you know you watch someone do something like that. That's the highlight play. But for me, there was a, a moment a few minutes before that. Tom Robinson uh, won a line out for for the Blues. You talked about the um, the line out drive of the, or the rolling mall of the of the Brumbies. That's one way that they can shut it down. Yeah, absolutely. That uh, I, I thought Tom Robinson was probably very unlucky not to get an all black call up this week. Yeah. Uh, he was best in show for me uh, at Eden Park on last Saturday night. He was he had an outstanding match. He took that line out. You're right. That is the one way to yeah. stop it. Uh, it's pretty much the only way to stop it. No one else has been able to do that this year. I think the Brumbies have scored 49, almost 50 tries this year right? from line out drives. So. It's a potent weapon for them, and um, you know the Blues started giving penalties away. It's it's a big part of the game um, for the Brumbies. You give penalties away, it's going to cost you, and mm. it, it almost did against the Blues. But I mean, three of the last four games for the Blues have been decided by drop goals. Um, they kicked one against the Brumbies, and then one against the Tars, and then they saved one this week. They tried to, yeah. So uh, pretty cool to see old offer. I um, it was pretty cool. Oh mate, it was it was an excellent finish to the game, but. Uh, we say that as as you know New Zealand rugby supporters. If you're across the ditch, you probably don't see it that way, and certainly their coach didn't. What do you make of the uh, penalty or no call as it was um, towards the end of the match there? Oh, yeah, mate. I, I thought I thought that was fair. They uh, they got charged down. The ball went back. The Brumbies had two people back at the ruck, and the Blues had the whole the whole team sort of heading towards it. So. Mm. 
Um, yeah, penalty. It was it was a legit penalty for me, but you know, obviously they were disappointed. But you know, they they had chances to win it, and they sort of they weren't good enough. Also, in the first half, they spent you know a good 10, 15 minutes on the Blues try line and, and couldn't get over. So um, they had their opportunities, and, and and they just weren't good enough. And I'm God, I'm thankful for offer because I would be absolutely <laughs> spitting chips if he didn't get that charge down and it went over because that was the end of the match. It's one of the most exciting plays I think a charge down, just yeah. in, in rugby in general, even in in general play. But when the match is on the line, I mean, I don't know. Th- He's not a short fella either. Offer. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't have. I wouldn't have made the charge down. It was. Uh, he's, <laughs> he's a fair bit taller than I am. Um, but yeah, oh, outstanding play, especially by a big prop at the end of the match, right? That's something you sort of expect from one of the inside backs to do a charge down. But yep. the big prop moving himself and yep. getting off the line and, and getting the job done. So yeah, it was really good to see. And then and then he chased he chased the ball back and sort of made the tackle as yeah, well. Yeah, so yeah. didn't rest on his laurels. No. I Mate. once charged down a conversion in the under-18s, and I'm still dining out on that. <laughs> <laughs> That's my one claim to fame in rugby. So, um, yeah, for him to just carry on and, and, and get that win is excellent. Uh, you mentioned the, the All Blacks team, quite a few uh, Blues making the making the squad. Yeah, it was good. I, I, I've been sort of saying all year, I thought Finlay Christie's had a pretty outstanding season. Um, you know, Bowden. And, and looking forward, if we're going to talk All Blacks for just five minutes, if we're mm-hmm. looking forward to that first Irish test, I, I can't see how they're not going to pick big combinations. So it's either going to be, it's either going to be uh, Mawanga and um, the three inside backs from the Crusaders, yep. or it's going to be, I, I reckon it could be the three inside backs from the Blues, um, being yeah. uh, 10, 12 and 13. They need, they, they just don't have the time coming up a pretty slick Irish team. They're not going to have the time to build combinations. So they're probably going to have to go with Super 12 combinations, I would think. So you think they're going to go with uh, the, the full complement of Blues backline if they... I, I think they have it available. I think for me, Bodie's been playing. He's probably the best ten this season. So sure. I think they'll work around that, and they'll probably go Christie, uh, Bodie, Roger, Rico um, as as a back line, and then you you'll bring Will Jordan in as fullback, and then you, I mean, there's how many wingers you could pick in oh. either one of the, any of those wingers. So yeah. I, I think personally, for me, I think that'll be the the back line for the um, first All Black test against the Irish. So you think Roger Tuivasa-Shek will debut for the All Blacks against Ireland? Yep. I would. Oh, I mean, I completely agree with you. Yeah. Um. I yeah. I just I think he's playing great footy. Um. A couple of weeks ago, like that that game against the Brumbies in round Robert, that's when he sort of threw his hand up, and I was like, hang on, this this boy is a legit legit chance. Um. Havili's been playing all right, but he hasn't been outstanding. Um. Yeah. I, I'd give Roger a track. I'd give him a good crack. As a Warriors tragic, I wholeheartedly agree with you. I'm looking forward to, <laughs> I'm looking forward to watching him in action this weekend. Um, plenty to come on the show, including uh, one of the blokes you just mentioned there, Finlay Christie. He's going to join us in about 20 minutes or so. We're going to go to a quick ad break here, on the other side of which we'll be talking to Slam and Sammy Tuitapo. <laughs> That's exactly what we're doing on ECNZ. It's just gone 7.14. Manaya in the hot seat for Ricardo. Steve alongside with me. Uh, and, and Steve, 2003, the last time a, a packed out Eden Park uh, played host to a, a Super Rugby Grand Final. You were in the team. Um, you were just saying that you remember how deafening it was being out there on the field. But what else do you remember about particularly the, the semi-finals and the lead-up to that? I, I, I can't tell you a lot about uh, the final because I, I was knocked out in the last minutes of the semi-final. The uh, the ball came out of uh, of a back of a ruck and uh, George Gregan swooped down to slide down to get the ball and I was like, this is my chance. I'm going to... I'm going to try and take his head clean <laughs> off and just do the whole nation a favour. And so I went in with everything I got and uh, Gussie Collins sort of got to him just before and swung him around and then we hit heads and uh, I went down, I was out. Uh, 
And then um, the play went on. We actually turned the ball over and uh, we sort of went um, 80 metres and scored a try down the other end. I, I was still on the ground. I ended up on the uh, ambulance trolley cart thing into the dressing sheds. Yeah. Uh, and Gus Collins was uh, last seen standing with the Brumbies players. He thought he was playing for the Brumbies. He's in he, the huddle. He was in the, he was in the in-gold huddle. The doctor had to run down and pull him out of the huddle. <laughs> Um, but he was uh, he was able to play the next week, and uh, I, I wasn't, which was uh, which wasn't great. But um, yeah, we still got managed to get the get the job done. But uh, Eden Park's a good atmosphere for. So twenty one seventeen was the. Uh, I'm not going to pretend that I remember that. I looked it up. Twenty one seventeen was the was the final score in that match. What do you remember of that game? Of the Brumbies game, of the of the of, final, of, of the, the final. Crusaders I, Blues. I, I watched a fair bit of it on the sideline. I was pretty nervous. Um, Crusaders got up early. I think we gave them, we pretty much almost gifted them a try. Um, I know Dave Gibson had a blinder at halfback for the Blues, made a couple of breaks, and we ended up scoring. I think Dougie scored the final try. And then we sort of held on for the last five or six minutes to the end. And um, I remember being on the sideline and Carlos getting the ball and running cheekily over to the sideline and then kicked it out, and, and that was it. And then that was pretty much the last memory he had for about four days, as it was a pretty good aftermatch. It was pretty I damn good imagine. aftermatch. It was uh, it was a good few days. What can you tell us about the the aftermatch? What, are, what I are remember uh, Sean Fitzpatrick was the manager, yep. and he uh, we met on Sunday morning at Eden Park, and he told us things we couldn't couldn't do. And we had this different plans. So we uh, went down the viaduct and we started up a few bar tabs and we just told them to uh, send the bill to... Uh, Sean Fitzpatrick. Sean Fitzpatrick, <laughs> courtesy of uh, Auckland Rugby Union, really. So, yeah, mate, we had a great afternoon. We had a great afternoon sitting down the viaduct, um, having a few beers and doing a bit of bar hopping and yeah. eating some good food. I'd say any bar that's going to charge you after you've just brought a you know a title to the city. Yeah, yeah, well, it was, there was lots of people out. It was a nice sunny day. Uh, we we're sitting out along the viaduct, and people were walking past and saying good day. And I think I think we might have even had a trophy there. Um, yeah, it was it you was pretty special. You, yeah. I had a few mates over from Aussie, so it was uh, it was chaos, mate. It was it was a great it was a great couple of days. Oh, I can't imagine. I was just trying to get Sam Tui to pull up on the line. We're having a couple of technical difficulties, but I'm surprised he actually made it to that final. He's yeah. uh, renowned for being late. He's renowned for not showing up on time. He actually even fell asleep in a meeting once, and Graham Henry was talking. And uh, Ted was laying down the law, and um, Sammy was asleep. So we sort of all played quiet for a little while until until he woke up. <laughs> uh, how'd that go down with Ted when he finally uh, did wake up? It wasn't great, but only uh, <laughs> only Sammy can. Sammy's pretty cheeky. Only he can get away with stuff like that. Yeah, um, he had an unfortunate run of the uh, the classics game uh, over there in Spain alongside Beaver. He took a head knock very early doors, I think. Yeah, I was really looking forward to that. So, so was I. Out of all the people I played footy with, Sammy was probably my favourite to play with because he, he was little like me and normally little guys get thrown around a fair bit. But Sammy Tuitupo, he used to put the pain on people like you wouldn't believe. Oh. He hit David Lyons one day against New South Wales in 2003, first game. He hit uh, David Lyons, came off the back of a line out. He was weighing probably about 120 kilos yes. at full noise. And Sammy flew out from second five and hit him right in front of me. I, I honestly thought he'd killed him. <laughs> he was lying on the ground moaning. And that year, David Lyons didn't play for the Wallabies. It, it ruined him for the season. Ah, got the yips after yeah, that. Yeah, mate. He was looking everywhere. And, oh, man, it was it was, it was special hit. What uh, about what about that team? I mean, it was an incredible team back in the day. You actually were outscored in terms of tries in that grand final, but it came down to the kicking of, of Carlos. What, was, what are some of your memories and what made that team so special that year? Yeah, we had a good year. We had, we we, were, we had probably had the right mix of young, 
and experience. We had some some new kids on the block like uh, Joe Joe Rocks. We had um, right. we had Thow Thow that um, Rupini that got us got us out of a lot of trouble um, from time to time. Um, yeah, yeah, mate, we were just a, we were just a good team. We we sort of had a good um, 2002 uh, with Auckland NPC campaign. So a lot of those players sort of rolled over into the Blues. Yeah, um, we had a few old heads around. Um, Case Muse. We had a pretty good front row. Deacon Manu was was in the front row. Kevy was sort of in good form. Yeah. Um, Lee Stesnes was was with the team. He'd come back from overseas and had a, had a year. So we had a we had a really good mix, but um, exciting. Mills, um, Dougie, uh, Sammy. Jeez, what a team! Uh, yeah, mate. It was Carlos was uh, Carlos was in pretty good form. Um, I think Dougie played a little bit at fullback f- through the year. Um, but yeah, mate. We were just I don't know. We were, we were, it was just good footy. I think we dropped one game. Same similar to this year as well. Yeah, we, yeah. we dropped one game against the Highlanders down in down in uh, down in Dunedin, and and that was it. And we yeah we like the Blues this year. I guess we we had our confidence up. We were playing some pretty good footy, and we just got on that roll. And yeah. um and we yeah managed to get the job done. It was nerve wracking, but got it done. And I sort of don't think it's going to be any different this weekend. It's it's going to be nerve wracking at times. There's going to be some some serious pressure. Yeah. But, um, just hope the boys find their game. I hope they find their game. And you know, I, I would rather them go out and play their game and lose it than than go out and try and do something different and and, and get it won. You know? Yeah. Yeah. You know, they've they've played some awesome footy this year, the Blues, and um, they should be really proud how they've really tried to play attacking rugby and get over that advantage line. If if they can do that this weekend, if they're brave enough to to do that in the hard minutes when it's when it's do or die, then then I then I really hope they get away with it. Yeah, for sure. Um, we've managed to track down your old teammate from back in the day, uh, Slam and Sammy Tuitupo joins the show now. G'day, Sam. How are you going? Yeah, good, mate. Sorry about that. I was just breaking some concrete up in the background. Uh, um, That's why I probably missed your call, mate. As normal, Sammy, right on time. You've nailed it. (laughs) Uh, uh, How are we doing? You guys all right? Yeah, well, mate, we're better now. We're a a little bit less stressed out that we're talking to you. Uh, Mate, you uh, you were at the game on uh, last Saturday night. What did you think? Um, To be honest, I I can't really remember the game, mate. You were too busy in my ear. You were that pissed (laughs) and you were Turning my air off, mate, you had I couldn't even watch beers. the game, but <laughs> but I managed to catch the replay, mate. And uh, no, it was it was a great, it was a, it was a tough game, mate. To be honest, um, to be fair, I think with the weather and that, I think the Blues played really well. They they had a uh, outstanding first half, um, but like we know with the Brumbies and that, they came back and they fought well, and uh, we were lucky enough to sneak away with the win at the end. Just before you came on, we were reliving the glory days, the 2003 final. Um, Steve doesn't remember much of it. Uh, he got knocked out in the semi-final. <laughs> what, what do you remember about the semi-final and, and the final and just that year in general back in 03? Yeah, well, um, it's funny enough, I was uh, reminiscing about it with my brother and that. And um, and I think um, looking back at those days, like um, if you look at the squad and that, um, you know, we had the, the young boys like Joe Rocks coming through. We had, uh, um, uh, we had, at least was part of the squad as well, you know, and, and uh, we had guys of loads of experience, but we had young guys sort of challenging, you know, sort of pushing for uh, opportunity as well. And and I think that's what made the team as well. Um, but then you look, like, um, you had Roops and, and Dougie on the wing um, with um, Rico as well. So we had guys of 
plenty of fire, but also with young boys sort of challenging him as well. And, and I think if you look at the squad this year as well, it's quite similar as well. Uh, and and you look at the backs as well, some exciting speed uh, out out wide. And and I think that's where you know the, we've been quite lucky to sort of watch them with their flair that they've got um, to score some really good tries. Yeah, Sammy, I was saying just before, we sort of backed ourselves that year, eh? Like, we we knew how we wanted to play and we just played it no matter what. And uh, I sort of feel the team this year is sort of doing it pretty similar. Yeah, yeah. And I I think the coaching staff uh, uh, has done a really good job um and, and like you said bro they're they're playing with a lot of flair and uh they're really enjoying their rugby um and it's good to see and uh you know hopefully we've got one more game mate um i thought that the weekend had been um you know leading into this um uh, the semi-finals i thought the blues were sort of um the team and and um you know in good shape in that but uh after the week after the weekend um if you compare the both teams you know, the Crusaders were really up for it in the semifinals as well. So it's going to be a really tough one. But hopefully with the uh, home advantage, uh, we'll get over the line. Yeah, for sure. Just going back to the to the 2003 season, um, just before we joined uh, the show, Steve told us a story about a, uh, a film session, I believe, or a, a meeting you were in with, uh, with uh, Ted, that you might have missed part of Ted's speech because uh, you might have been asleep. Do you, do you have any uh, retort to that? Do you remember that? Or do you remember any stories of, of Steve from back in the day? <laughs> uh, well, uh, I don't know. It was, it, it, it was Ted speaking, but I think it was Grant Fox that was uh, talking <laughs> as well. And, and I can remember just like him speaking. I sort of just dozed off. Um, and then I, I sort of woke up and I could I could remember Foxy saying, Sammy, Sammy, and the boys are like nudging me and then they were just saying, no, just say yes, just say yes. I said, oh, sorry, I was asleep. And he went, oh, he was fuming, mate. He threw his phone against the wall, man, and then walked off. I was like, oh, shucks. You, you're um, always the only one to ever get away with that, Sammy. Uh, uh, but, yeah, man, you know, um, you know, we had uh, the management who was outstanding and guys of a lot of, um, you know, had been there and done that. And, and I think if you look at the, the management now as well for the Blues, you know, they've got a load of experience in that. And, uh, you know, and it's just showing that the boys are playing with a lot of flair, a lot of uh, a lot of passion as well. And it's good to see. And, um, and it's good to see that tickets are all sold out for the weekend because it's going to be a big one. Do you think they can get it done, mate? Uh, I think with, with the home advantage, um, I think I think they can. Um, it's going to be a real tough one, and I think the boys are going to have to grind it down a bit like they did on the weekend. Um, but fingers crossed that um, they've got the firepower there to sort of hold out the, uh, the the Crusaders and come through at the end. Mate, you've uh, you recently back from um, the the legends the legends match, the classic All Blacks game over in Spain. Uh, how was that as a I know you weren't on the field for long, but uh, how was that in terms of uh, atmosphere and, and whatnot? Oh, mate, it was unbelievable. Uh, Were you sober? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, no comment. I can't remember to be honest. Yeah, no comment. No comment. Um, no, nah, mate, it was it was unbelievable, man. And and to to uh, get back together with the boys, reunite with all the boys and all that, and, and to be able to do it again, it just showed how much uh, we missed. You know the. Um, that rugby uh, environment and that, mm. but um, you know, uh, fingers crossed that um, you know we can still get the classics up and running again. Um, I know that was, um, you know, that there might be the last one, but fingers crossed that uh, New Zealand rugby will be able to sort of see that the, um, you know, what 
the games that you know that we can uh, have with the classic all blacks um you know with the people that turned up uh, down in madrid you know 45,000 people it was unbelievable and um you know and for summer and for spain as well it was, a, it was an awesome sort of thing to be able to grow the game over in, in that side of the world as well mate i was i was gutted you went off early i was really looking forward to see um what sort of pun- punishment you could hand out but uh Mate, your boy, your son has just made the New Zealand under-20s team. Um, Essendon. Um, yeah. Is he a yeah, man, man like his um, old man? Um, yeah, mate. You know, um, I'm actually quite blessed to be able to be home and then sort of watch him play um, and for him to be named in the, in the 20s. Uh, you know, it's a quite a, a proud uh, moment for uh, myself and my family. Um, but not only that, you know, it's uh, it's great to see that he's growing up uh, as a young person. And But, you know, I've always said to him that uh, he hasn't made it yet because, you know, many boys in that have made the 20s and not on, not been able to go on and, and uh, fulfil, uh, you know, a career in, in, uh, uh, as an AB. So uh, hopefully it's the start of uh, of, uh, of it. And, uh, yeah, it'll be good to see how he gets on in the next couple of years. Does he hit like his old man, mate? Um, I think uh, he's a lot more sort of... He's a lot more skillful, a lot more faster. Uh, he probably doesn't hit as uh, as, as hard, but um, I think you know, obviously that will come with uh, with more experience and uh, and coaching under his belt. Brilliant. Well, thanks very much for your uh, for your time uh, today, Sam, and uh, enjoy watching the game on the weekend, Matt. No worries, we'll do. And uh, thanks a lot for having us uh, having me on. And good Cheers, luck, guys. That. Good luck breaking that concrete, Sammy. Use <laughs> yeah. a sledgehammer, mate, not your shoulders. <laughs> Brilliant. Sam Tuitapo there. It was great to have him on. Uh, we're just going to keep the Blues players coming. We're going to go to a quick break. On the other side of this, we're going to chat to Finlay Christie. Well, it's a great pleasure to welcome into an extended edition of Blues Brothers this afternoon. Uh, Blues and All Blacks halfback Finlay Christie. G'day, Finlay. How you going, mate? G'day. Good, thanks. How you going? Mate, Finlay, um, first of all, I'll jump in real quick. Uh, congratulations on the uh, ABs naming, mate. Um, a hell of an effort for some pretty awesome footy this year. Yeah, thanks, mate. Um, yeah, it was, I guess, um, a good reward for uh, a tough season that's been um, bloody enjoyable as well. But um, trying to put trying to put that to the back of the mind, obviously, with the big final this weekend. So, um, yeah, job to do this week first before I start thinking about any of that. Um, mate, uh, obviously the Crusaders, it's sort of the uh, the match the whole country wanted to see even at the start of the year. Um, how, how do you beat them? Um, yeah, I guess, like you said, they're a bloody good outfit and um, played a lot of foot- finals footy the last few years, so they're very experienced. Um, I guess we just have to do what we've been been doing all season and, you know, not, not try to overplay. We... You know, we have to go through them with our pack and um, that creates space for our back. So um, it's going to be a game of uh, small margins, I feel, and a, a real good battle. So I guess it's only fitting that we play them in the final. So it should be good, hopefully. Just just jumping around a little bit here, Finlay. Sorry if I'm not going in chronological order, but um, this weekend just been, uh, I think a lot of people were sort of um, assuming that the Blues were just going to blow straight past the Brumbies and that it was a bit of a formality, that semi-final. Um, was, that a, was that a tougher game than you thought or was that what you guys were gearing up for? Um, I guess that's why, as players, we, we try not to pay into, buy into, I guess, public, mm. what the public are thinking and stuff. You know, finals footy is completely different to, to in season and, yeah, we knew it could could come right down to it and, 
like it did when we played the Brumbies in the season. They're, they're definitely the best Aussie team by mile, and you know they're they're really up there and in a good outfit. So yeah, we were we were prepared that that it would come down the wire. Obviously, we're a bit disappointed that we let it get that close after I guess having such a good first half, but. I guess also in finals footy, you've got to be happy with a win regardless of, of how you do it. So we got there in the end and that's a pleasing thing. And yeah, we get to look forward to this week. Yeah, for sure. Just just um, on the, the back line, as you, as you mentioned there, just from a fan's perspective, how, how much fun is it playing with such a uh, an all-star back line? Oh, mate, it's, it's unreal. Eh? I still have to pinch myself at times, you know. <laughs> Bodie at 10 with, you know, Roger Tuivasa-Sheik at 12, Reeks at 13. It's pretty crazy. So, um, yeah, I guess my job is just try and get them the ball as quick as I can. Um, let them do their thing. Mate, um, yeah, staying, staying on the Brumbies theme, uh, how many beers did Offer get bought on the weekend? <laughs> <laughs> oh, mate, yeah. Crazy, eh? That's... Um, I guess what you want your bench to do, eh? Come on and make big plays like that. So, yeah, I'm sure he would have. I don't know. Had a few few sprites of Coke Zeros after that game. <laughs> Mate, you've had a you've had a remarkable uh, ability this year to sort of, um, you know, snatch it at the death. Um, I mean, it's good that you've got away with a few, but I tell you, there's a few hearts were pounding in the stands on Saturday night. It wasn't uh, it wasn't easy watching that last five ten minutes. Yeah, I guess it's definitely not the way we want to win, but um, the pleasing thing is we are sort of being able to win those games, which I guess Blues teams in the past were probably slipping away in those last 15 or so minutes. So I guess it's a credit to the, I guess, the culture the coaches have built here and the, the way the team's tracked over the last two, three, four years. Um, it's all sort of built into, I guess, yeah, performances we're seeing now. So, um yeah, hopefully we can only get better from here. Mate, the Brumbies are very clinical on what they do. They they don't do anything overly special, but what they do, they do very well. Um, I sort of feel the Crusaders are in that boat as well this weekend. They they're very good at what they do. Um, yeah, how how, how are you going to stop them? I mean, what's 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 their weakness? Um, yeah, I guess the the similarities in them, I guess, is their their mall is probably one of their key weapons. So. For us, we've talked a lot about, I guess, discipline the last sort of month or so. Um, if we can stay clean and not give them sort of free entries into our half, into our 22, then that'll play a big part in the game. And we, we sort of did that throughout the start of that, that game on the weekend. But then that second half, we we just let them in too much. And, um, yeah, good teams like the Brumbies and the Saders, if they're mauled, you know, that's what they want to do. They want to put pressure on you through that and... I guess I think the Brumby scored two two tries off it and they were getting advantages off it and you know that just really put us under pressure. So I guess the, the cleaner we can be discipline wise, um the better we'll be. Who's the cool head that's making sure that you know you stay you stay clean? I guess it's a, a collective group. We sort of know we need to and then uh we've got also I guess the leaders and Bodie's captain at the moment and so if words need to be had, that will come in. And we've been pretty good at connecting throughout games uh, this year, and I think that's been another thing that um, has led to our success. Just, I guess, the buy-in and the, in a way, the boys have been, you know, working around the park. So, yeah. Can I ask? Um, 
obviously, like I'm a, uh, I'm from down south. I'm actually, my hometown's right on the border of Otago and Canterbury. So that's always been a natural rivalry, the southern teams. But there is a bit of a rivalry. In fact, a big rivalry between the Chiefs and uh, the Crusaders. The, do the Blues feel any kind of rivalry uh, with the Crusaders? Or, or is this just another Super Rugby franchise that you've got to go through to win a title? Um, yeah, I don't know. I guess the last couple of years we may have rebuilt that sort of rivalry. You see back in the day, the, the Carlos and, and them, you know, playing those games against mm. the Crusaders, they were sort of the top two teams. And um, with the Crusaders being the, the team they are and, you know, winning whatever, however many titles in a row, they're always going to be a, a big game. So um, we sort of just look at it, look at it as they've been the best and to, to, be, to be the best you've got to beat the best and you know that's that's sort of the mindset we need to have and I guess any any time you play the Crusaders it's going to be a big game and you've got to play your best game if you want to win so it's probably the way um, Mate does it come down to physicality this week is it uh, whoever wins that battle of the game line you think Yeah I think that's a huge part to it um, to any rugby these days is I guess physicality and the breakdown, it's just such a massive part of the game. And, you know, on defense, you want to slow their ball down. And on the attack, you, you want to get them off the ball and not let them slow your ball down. So a lot of games these days come down to who can win the breakdown. Um, I guess we'll, we'll go a long way to winning it. So, yeah, it's a huge part of the game. And, mate, uh, sold out Eden Park. Have you, have you played at Eden Park sold out before? Um, yep, the uh, first game back from COVID, I think it was 2020. Oh, yep, yep. Yeah, against the Canes, that was sold out, and that was, yeah, bloody awesome. Um, even the, the weekend was an awesome atmosphere, and that was only, I guess, close to 30,000, so uh, it should be should be bloody awesome to be at, and um, it's good to see, I guess, a crowd getting sold out um, for a super game in this day and age. Yeah, certainly, certainly not like the old days, mate. When we used to get uh, sort of forty, fifty thousand to an NPC match on a Saturday, Sunday <laughs> yeah, afternoon. Exactly. Mm. Yeah, back in the day, those are the days, I guess. Hey, eh? but um, no, nah, it should be awesome. Yeah, great to see our fans. I know coming back and um, supporting us, and um, it's, it's just massive for the boys being able to play at home in front of them. So, looking forward to it. We're looking forward to watching it as well. I know Steve and I will be in attendance. I'll be down in the uh, the cheap seats. I'm sure Steve, you'll be up in the uh, in the corporate box somewhere, uh, whining and dining. But uh, best of luck this weekend, uh, Finlay. Uh, go well in the final, mate. Cheers, mate. Thanks, guys. Cheers, yeah, mate. Go hard again on behalf of all the all bug uh, all the old buggers, mate. Uh, just just rip in, and you know if you see someone's head, just take it clean off. That'd be great. <laughs> well done. Thanks, mate. That's right, we are Steve Devine in, as usually, as Manaya in for Ricardo. Uh, you can go back and listen to the two interviews we've had today, Slam and Sammy, Tui Tupo and uh, Finlay Christie on the app. Um, while we're talking apps, the TAB cannot split them. Uh, the Blues, $1.80. The Crusaders, $1.92. It is hard to predict, Steve. Yeah, it is hard. I'm, I'm, I'm a little bit nervous because uh, on this show, when the um, Blues played the Crusaders earlier in the year, I said... Whoever loses the round robin match will win the final. Now, I wish I didn't say that. Um, yeah, I'm nervous. I'm nervous. What What is it about uh, losing that round robin match that makes you think? I just I just thought you see you see it often. You know the the team um, has a bit of a 
bit of a bee in its bonnet. You know, it's a bit they get a bit angry, and and the, and and the winning team, you know, a bit of a spring in the step, but sort of gets a little bit lost in the in the minor detail and the and, and the the angerness and the hunger you need for to to you know in these campaigns. So, I've just seen it a few times in sport that those big the big matches against one or two in the round robin matches. You know, whoever whoever loses has that bit of mongrel in the belly um, for for the, for the next time they meet. Mm. So. I hope that's not the case. Um, I hope that's not the case. Yeah. I, I, I'm really, really hoping for the Blues to get up. We're talking off here before to use a, uh, a rugby league analogy that sometimes you've got to lose one before you can win one. Now, people would say the Blues won one last year. Um, a lot of people would say there's an asterisk beside the uh, the Trans Tasman title. Yeah, definitely. I think everyone last year wanted Blues. Um, Crusaders right yeah. in that final and, and the Crusaders didn't quite make it into the final and, and the Blues had a, had a win over the Highlanders. So... Uh, mate, I just yeah, I just um, I just hope they do it. They, the Blues have been the best team of the competition this year, so I hope they do it. But what the Crusaders do, and they do very well, is they play grand final football every week. They mm. go out every single match and they play it like a grand final. They're very uh, physical, very defensive orientated, and it's not until they get sort of fourteen points clear um, that then they really sort sort of try and open the game up and play a bit of rugby. So. It'll be tight. It'll be brutal. It'll be physical. What the Blues must do, and it's an absolute must, they must keep the ball away from Will Jordan. Mm. Um, they did it in the round robin match in the second half. Aimless kicking to him. He was just chewing metres off, breaking tackles and line breaks. So, you know, it's got to be a big part of their, their game this week. To, they've got to keep the ball away from him, and they've got to keep him watched and monitored. They can't let him run through the middle of the paddock. Yeah. He's just... Caused havoc all season. Oh, he's been incredible. Um, just quickly, uh, do you think he he's got to be the All Black fullback? You would think. Oh, I, I, absolutely best player in the competition. So I'd, I'd say has to be. So no spot for Jordy Barrett then. In the well, I actually heard today. I think Jordy could be a little bit injured. Oh. Um, so that may force a hand a little okay. bit. But I, again, um, Jordy hasn't played a lot of fullback. Uh, outstanding player, and you know. Yeah, but I sure. just think that first game for the All Blacks, they've got to hit the game running. It has to be an informed team for that first game for that first match. Uh, he talks about the physicality before. Um, I think no one ticks that box uh, more than Pablo Matera, who faced the judiciary last night and uh, got away with it. Do you think if it was anyone else other than Pablo, they, they'd be playing this weekend? Yeah. The, the Crusaders are pretty renowned for getting a little bit of a run of a green. Great uh, legal team, I'm hearing. Yeah, yeah. there you go. That's the, that's the way to put it. <laughs> I think our legal team might need to have a, a think about what they're up to with me on, on air. But, yeah. mate, yeah, listen... Uh, I guess at the end of the day, he's he's been there all season. Let him let him run around. I, I guess it's good for viewing numbers over in Argentina that uh, that he's going to be playing. I think that's uh, a fact. Mate, huge player uh, brings a lot of physicality. Um, but yeah, it's going to be one. It's going to be a game of inches. I can't see any team really running away with it. It's going to be a game of inches. It's going to be one in the trenches. And if the Blues, like I've said, you know, if the Blues can get that quick ruck ball, um, they can cause problems. And they caused the Crusaders problems down there in that first, second half, the second part of the first half when they played in Christchurch. So the Blues just need to think that. They need to smash some rucks. They need to get some good quick ball, and, and it'll happen for them. We talk about it all the time, and actually we talked about it with Finlay Christie as well, and, and everybody, all of the current players are going to say the same thing. But does it feel different, uh, a finals week, and... and is your preparation any different? 
Oh, personally, I, I always said to myself, finals week, you know, the, the big players stand up for the big games. And, you know, that's that's the week that if you're going to perform, that's the week you really do want to perform. So um, the big boys need to stand up. It's about doing your homework early. It's about being prepared as you can be. So by, you know, Thursday, Friday comes around, you have a captain's run on Friday and you can just relax and you've done everything. You know, you've done everything possible through the week. You've done everything to the best you can through the week, so you just know you can relax, and you know you're not going to get any better between Friday <laughs> and, and Saturday uh, Saturday night. So that's it. Do your job. Do it hard this week. Train as as best as you can, and 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 just leave no stone unturned and prepare as best you can, and and then you can relax and and just enjoy the last couple of days. You talk about the preparation, and this is another thing that players. You know, won't say they'll always say, "Oh, we're not worried about what they're going to do. We're just focusing on our our game plan." You know, we're focusing on what the Blues are going to do for eighty minutes out on the paddock. How much are you looking at? I mean, obviously, every week you're looking at your opponent. Um, how much does that factor into their preparations? Do, are they anticipating some of the changes that the Crusaders might make to to combat them? Um, I think I think they'll be looking at last week's game and you know and their defensive you know the, the Crusaders really fronted last week defensively. Um, they'll be looking, uh, they'll be looking at their lineout to try and see if possibly they can pinch a couple or or, or where they can attack. But uh, they've got a pretty good idea and understanding of what they've been up to through the season. So I mean, not a lot's going to change. It's it's going to come down to that um, that advantage line. Um, you know who wins that battle of the advantage line? Who gets the right to go forward um, is going to be a big part of it. But you know, even even personally uh, playing in, in the bigger matches, you you don't. It's not about trying to just prepare for the team. It's it's getting your game prepared. Like if mm. if you're prepared, you don't have to worry about the team because you know you're doing your job. So it's about getting yourself right, um, and then the team will look after itself after that. So. I'm sure, yeah, I hope. I really hope the boys, and no doubt they have put in some serious work this week and um, they can relax and, and just bring bring the game because uh, that's what the crowd will want to see. Oh, for sure. It's uh, going to be an epic crowd, uh, sold out, as we mentioned. We'll both be there. I believe Ben through the through the glass is going to be there. Just about everyone in this building is going to be there on the weekend. Everyone I've talked to, at least, uh, funny that we work at a sports radio station. Uh, you mentioned that the big players stand up in the big games. For the Blues, who are the big players that need to stand up this weekend? Uh, Bodie Barrett, I think I think the tight five, it's really, you know, the scrum and lineouts a, a massive part of the game now. So um, if that tight five can can get some ball over the advantage line, I think that, that back line of the Blues can can cause the Crusaders a few issues with their with their speed and, and size and stuff. So I, yeah, I really I really I really hope it you know, it'll come down to that 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 front five um, doing the job. So Sam Whitelock, there's a bit of a cloud over whether he's going to be available. So that that's a that's a big one. Some you know. sort of thumb injury, we yeah, hearing. possible possible broken thumb or something in and around the thumb. So, you know that that'll be a big loss for them. There's a lot of experience, and and you can't buy that in in the big matches. So, um, yeah, that that's that's big. I just think yeah, that tight five. You know the wingers. The wingers will be able to score the tries that wide, but you need that tight five performance. And you know, there's going to be some real heat on the scrums. There's going to, you know, it's two two all black packs pretty much going going yeah. head to head against each other. So she's she's going to be a tussle. And um, yeah, I just hope the the crowd at Eden Park stand up and and get stuck in behind and make some make some serious noise and and um, make it make it a spectacle, which I'm which I'm sure it'll be. But yeah, I just I really hope it's just a, a real ding dong battle. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Tim's just text through. Uh, I believe Tim's from Christchurch because he said there's no way through the Crusaders. Is that well? What happened in the round robin match, Tim? Are you listening? <laughs> no way through. 
It was all over at the half time. A few holes there. Sounds must've... like, are you sure Tim's not code for Justin Marshall? Yeah, that there could be Marshy's Burnett. Yeah. It could be Marshy's Burnett. Mate, they're, they're an outstanding team and they've been that for a long time and, and you know, not taking away from them. Their defence last Saturday was was pretty outstanding, to be fair. So, mate, you are right. They're 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 a great defensive team. But you know, I look at the Blues this year and they've they've won some some hoor of a battles inside their twenty two. They sure. they've been down, um, they've been down and they've got the ball back with their defence. They've been in their try line, um, you know. Uh, against the Western Force, you know, they were right on the trial line. They spent the last sort of 10, 15 minutes in Camp, their 22 yeah. and they, they held them out. They held the Brumbies out in that first half. So the Blues have got it in them. They're, they're going to need to play well. Um, and I just I just hope they do. They deserve to play well. Well, 20 seconds left on uh, what will be the second last uh, Blues Brothers either way, I believe. Uh, what's your final prediction, Steve? My final prediction is I'm going to be still drunk next Wednesday hey. when we're in here on air. That's my prediction. <laughs> All right, mate. Well, if you are still, I hope that I'm hosting the show as well. It's been an absolute pleasure, mate. Enjoy watching the game this weekend. Beers on me. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 91.